0: Hi, everybody, Casey Zander here in this video today, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to take you through a five step mental framework. So that way you can understand five things that the rich people do that poor don't and things that poor people do that rich people don't Now, the reason why I'm making this you have to understand there is no ego and there's no pride attached to this video. Okay, I'm not Warren Buffett. I'm not Jeff Bezos. I'm not the world's biggest badass entrepreneur. Okay, I'm 26 years old. I'm the founder of Headman. Okay, what that means is I've done over 4 million dollars in sales by the age of 26. If you check out my original YouTube channel, it is Casey Xander. Right now at the time I have over 300,000 subscribers, and I'm making this video for you to actually share some of the things that I learned along the way that propelled my success and got me to where I am today. So, with that said, let's go over the five things. Okay, number 1, Poor people invest in pleasure, they do not invest in themselves. Okay, this is something that I see time and time again, poor people will consistently invest in pleasure driven activities. If you say hey, do you have $1,000 for this online course to learn how to do XYZ in business, they will tell you no. If you say hey, do you have $1,000 to buy this bag of pot for the entire year, so that way you're good to go and you can get your smoke before you go to bed? They say yeah, That's just the cold hard reality is they're consistently investing in pleasure. If you say to them, Hey, do you have XYZ amount of dollars to invest in this mastermind or this event in order to network with other high level individuals, they will tell you no. If you say, Hey, do you have XYZ dollars for this concert to go to Vegas so that way you can get pissed drunk and get hammered? They'll tell you yes. Now, if you consider that being a weak willed individual or not, that is more or less on you. It depends what your opinion is on that I'm not here to tell you that that should be your opinion. I'm not here to tell you that that should be something that you think I'm not telling you that you should even think less than those people because you shouldn't. It's just a different way of doing things. It's just a different way of living. And that's the very first thing. Number two, okay, poor people save money instead of learning how to make more. This is the cold hard reality of people who save money. I have nothing against living frugal. In fact, I was there for very, uh, for a lot of years and still am in some aspects today. But here's what you have to understand. It depends on the amount of money that you're actually saving. And it depends if you're taking your time to navigate the world to learn other high income skills. Okay, if you are penny pinching, or if you are consistently ensuring that you can save $5 here $10 here. I would go as far to say that if you total that up for the entire 365 days, chances are you probably only save two to three grand. And that's how most people live their life. They pinch a few pennies here, they pinch a few pennies there. You can't get rich off doing that. And guess what? Two grand If you did save it that year multiplied over 10 years, that's only 20 grand. There's sometimes where I've made over 20 grand in a day. And I'm not telling you that to boast a reg, I'm telling you that the power of actually learning high income skills within your business is going to be the biggest driving factor to change your life. So it comes down to where you are actually putting your time and it comes down to understanding what you only have mental bandwidth for the mental bandwidth that it takes that it would take me even to sit there and stop, look at it and say, Hey, You know, I'm at this I'm at the Spanish restaurant and I should get the medium sized burrito instead of the large burrito because it's $6 less for me to even take the mental bandwidth to do that. Here's what it just did. Number one, it put me in a scarcity mindset. Number two, it made me think about things that are irrelevant. Okay, it actually took time out of my day, it took mental bandwidth, it took mental energy for me to make that decision. And then number three, it got me in the mindset that I cannot afford I'm coming from the standpoint of lack. If I reverse that and I get the large size burrito and I tell myself, hey, I will make more money. Hey, I'm on my journey to learning bigger income skills. I'm on my journey to building my brand building my wealth building my legacy. That's a different mindset switch. All of a sudden I just start saying yes, yes, I want that I buy it because I can. Yes, I want that because I know that I can. Yes, I do this because." Because I know that it's okay. And when you do that, you have a certain lifestyle. But at the same time, you understand that you're not going to get anywhere by saving just a couple dollars here and there. You're going to get somewhere in life by actually putting your time to learning high income skills. And not only that you're learning how to make more cash. That's not saying live above your means. But what I'm trying to tell you and trying to explain with you is if you save a little bit of money, you still only have just a little bit of money. And there's no power or merit in that that's number two. Okay, number three, poor people prioritize how they feel over what they should do. I need this to sink in. And I need you to think about this just for a second. If poor people are consistently prioritizing how they feel, this is going to dictate their work ethic. Okay? If you take a look at like myself, for example, my work ethic has nothing to do with how I feel if I feel really good. And I feel really great that day I work the exact same amount as if I feel like total shit. It doesn't matter. So the problem with this mindset is that your feelings and your emotional state dictates the level of achievement and the levels of success that you get in life. And that's not healthy. Because what you have to understand is that emotions fluctuate from time to time. Sometimes I feel kind of sick and I have a tummy ache. Sometimes I feel like I have to go to the bathroom. Sometimes I feel sad. Sometimes I feel angry. Sometimes I feel slightly ill, but it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, here's all that matters. All that matters is results. All that matters is when your head hits the pillow at night, you either got the things done that you wanted to get done or you didn't. And when you lead life by emotion, it makes you a weaker willed individual because other people can control your emotional state if they pick at you. And the second that somebody picks at you if that dictates the action that you put into the real world is the exact second that you are now actually self sabotaging your own success. This is the third thing that I've noticed poor people do the fourth is that they have no network. They do not have a network to collaborate with. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The only way I got to where I am today is by number one learning from people who are further ahead than me and number two incorporating them into my network and them incorporating me into theirs. You need a network of individuals to not only mentor and influence you into the certain paths to gain success in life, but you have to understand, you are the sum of the people that you hang around. You have to understand this. If all of your friends are losers, you will naturally carry the aura of being a loser. If all of your friends are broke, you will naturally carry the aura of being broke. If all of your friends are doing nothing to propel their life forward and they're, con- they're content with the boring lifestyle that they have, you are going to be sucked into that aura. And there's nothing wrong if you want to be. But for a lot of you, I know that you don't actually want that in life, which is why I'm trying to tell you that you need a network, you need to be consistently seeking out people who have already been there done that to help you and your success. And you should be focused on adding value to that network. So that way, you can contribute something as well. That's how you build a true friendship based off a good value exchange, and not just a friendship based off both of us kicking it, because we have absolutely nothing to do. It makes you a weak willed individual. Number five, poor people do not take criticism. Well, rich people are consistently students, you have to understand something so deep here. For so many years, I would just obey blindly. I would say yes to everything who was my mentor. And I needed a framework. I needed a roadmap. If some uh, I needed a roadmap, if somebody told me I was not doing something correctly, or my attitude needed to change, I would say Yes, sir. There's power in that. Poor people because they have a weak emotional state, they are moved off center easily, they get angry at the other person, they get frustrated, your ability to take criticism well at the level that you need to dictates the level of success that you have, because it shows that you can take that force guided feedback, apply it into your life and get in a better position than you were when you started. These are the five things that poor people do that rich people do not. If you like this video, I want you to hit the like button. Check out my big channel as well if you are looking for other content that I made in the past. And we'll see you in the next one.